Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Multidimensional Journey podcast. This is your host, Ayahuasca Carr. So happy to be here with you guys. It has been quite some time since I've posted a podcast, and that is going to change around here. Um, I've been focusing more on my YouTubes, um, and I've been doing a lot of community organizing here in my hometown not my original hometown, but in Arizona at least. Um, Tucson has been my home for the last 10 years. Um, And so today we are getting back to the basics. We are talking about mindfulness, cultivating the observer mindset, and the absolute power of this, and how breathing and sitting still is definitely not... um, prized in the American culture, but why you should begin to prize it today. And before we get into that, we will hear from our sponsors. So the art of the still mind, the, uh, yes, um, many ancient and indigenous traditions have taught this. Um, we know that We have thousands of thoughts every single day and uh, everyone here who's been following me and listening to me, um, I've learned the power of mindfulness and focusing on the breath. Um, Today, I'm going to kind of talk more freely and just kind of share my recent experiences um, and why I am being shown over and over again that mindfulness and what's known as the observer mind is truly our our token, our key. It's our ultimate tool to being detached enough from this reality in a healthy way, being detached enough from our emotions and thoughts from in, in our own reality um, to gain what's known as some call it spiritual enlightenment. Um, I would like to call it um, staying sane. So uh, I'll be pretty candid here. I've been sitting consistently in ceremony. Um, Since March of last year, I've sat at least once a month. And recently, um, December 9th was the last day I sat So if you think about that, that's March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, wait, December. That's, that's about, right? That's about nine, 10 months. Um, nine, nine, 10, wait, January, February, March. That's 10 months. I don't know if I can do math guys. Um, that's 10 months. Um, and there's a lot of things that I've noticed um, since I have been in the medicine space. And one of the things that I already began to kind of fall back on before stopping or take fasting from uh, my ayahuasca, I like to call it my practice, since I am um, pseudo-training to one day be a person who serves the medicine and that sort of thing. Um, but the one thing that I noticed prior to what I'm noticing now is that I let one thing kind of fall to the wayside that if, if you've been following me, I really urge you to, to never do, which is um, a mindfulness sitting practice every single morning. 
Uh, I was studying for a very, very uh, important exam. Um, and then the holidays really just swept me away, um, getting really busy with, with planning things. And, um, and life happens, you know. I hope that whoever listens to this, you, you learn from my experience. And um, kind of you can just take whatever you learn from it. And so as, um, as time kind of compacted, um, I realized that, you know, these things add up over time. And I, I really did begin to lose my observer mindset and it wasn't highlighted probably more than it was, um, today. And today was really, really difficult for me. I did a lot of um, releasing. Um, I guess in the psychology world, we would call it a lot of somatic releasing and a lot of uh, skillful grieving. Uh, so somatic releasing is actually what's, what happens in the medicine space. Um, and it also happens in the non-medicine space. We do it in a lot of different ways. We release and purge energy in a lot of different ways. This was, this was pretty much a (laughs) full-blown, um, crying, shaking, uh, stuff that's been pent up in my body due to some recent events. And then also, just kind of still chipping away at some of the the abandonment stuff that lies dormant um, in me. And I've done a lot of work around it and then we're triggered, right? And then it reveals to us like, oh, there's more work to be done here. Um, And so, so there it is, right? And, and so the skillful grieving Grieving, when we cry, we release oxytocin. And oxytocin is the bonding hormone. It helps us feel safe. It helps us feel secure. And grieving is one of the ways that you can let your inner child know, let yourself know, let your body know that it's it's totally okay to experience emotions, feelings, um, and it's also okay to let them go and feel them and release them. And so... Um, I was, I've kind of been, yeah, these last three weeks have been probably the most stressful I've experienced in in quite some time, Um, even times when I've taken longer breaks from the medicine. And I find this interesting, and I guess I don't know if it's because I, you know, I've been in the medicine space for so long, um, and then I came out, and even studies show that your time out of the medicine space, like a couple weeks out, your mood and your benefits that you gain from ceremony begin to dip. And they call this integration. (laughs) And that's when you're kind of tested the most. And um, I don't use, I I haven't used anything. I think on, on here, I'm pretty candid about like, I take magnesium, um, which is probably, and I've, I've done some CBD here and there, but, um, and I also take, uh, Sam E as a supplement, but I, I haven't done any like mushrooms or marijuana or anything since December 9th. And I have been experiencing, um, a lot of 
just like coming back onto the default network, feeling my body go into some places that it's it's so familiar, but I'm so resistant to it because I, I there's a part of me that doesn't want to be in a particular state. Um, but I'm realizing today, like the more I resist, the more things persist, right? And then the resistance really is a result of over-attaching to my thoughts and my emotions and my experiences. And so from a spiritual perspective, the ultimate place, so to speak, if to, to have the mind, I guess I'm having this image come up, like the mind that sits in the lotus is the mind of peace. And, you know, if I'm imagining a brain like in a lotus and, you know, it just simply is it's it's still it 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 bees so to speak um it's the observing of the entire reality that it's experiencing because when we get caught up any of us this happens to all of us this is why i'm using we um we lose that observer mindset and we lose we we get we get lost in the samsara of of everything you know and and I don't know if I've been given the gift of re reliving samsara for like the past three weeks because I've really been studying it like it's I've been fully immersed in it just like one gets fully immersed in this medicine space and now I'm coming on the other end of it and I, I and I have this gratitude for for being totally drenched in it because now I see the discernment, the yin yang aspect, and uh, <laughs> I I don't I don't know if uh, we, like we all we all need um, we all need our ego, right? Um, that's that's not going anywhere. Um, but when the ego is the one who's running the show all the time. That's, that is samsara. And so the stillness of the divinity within the, the brain and the lotus is when um, we live life as an observer and everything is a dream and we're present and the past and the future doesn't matter and only right now exists. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you're feeling convinced by the words that I'm saying, but I'm feeling pretty convinced. Um and I was really inspired just to hop on here after reading this this magazine. Um, it is a of Buddhist tradition, um, and the the only way we can cultivate this is, um, I think, one um, just from my experience is actually by reading about the different states and and how you get caught up and how to change it because it. I think it's important to be reminded that we. We do have a choice over our thoughts. We have a choice over our emotions. We have a choice over our behavior. Um, and I think, especially for me, um, I need to be reminded of this. I, And I think we all do. I think um, to keep in mind that the mind likes to play tricks on us. And if we allow those tricks to compact over time, we lose sight of our sovereignty. And... I mean, that's what we're all here to do. We're here to be emotionally free, to express freely, to um, 
to be the best version of ourselves. And that really starts with this internal process of feeling, you know, feeling in control without controlling, right? There's a difference. And, um, and just know that you deserve this. We all deserve this. And it's totally possible. And the way to start is just by observing your mind. You know, I've been doing this really intentionally in the past week. And it has just been all over the place. And something something that I've been shown in the medicine space, pretty, uh, it's like the, the personalization I go into um, or my brain wants to go into. And then also the narrative writing on a moment to moment basis is just like exhausting. And so, you know, that's kind of like, those are some things I notice about my mind, but you know, what, what does your brain do throughout the day? What, what does it, what does it want to do? What does it cling to? What does it grasp to? What does it attach to? Um, and so attachment isn't bad. Clinging isn't bad. Grasping isn't bad. But it's a, it's kind of like it's that point of neurotic, you know. And I, I have been feeling neurotic the past three weeks of my life. And I haven't felt this way in quite some time. And I feel like my spirit guides are giving me a, a gate to be vulnerable, to share this, to realize we, we all go through this. That is why tools are needed. This is why people spend money on coaches. Uh, they spend money on therapists. They spend money on spiritual retreats. Like, you know, you're not alone in this process. None of us are fortunately or unfortunately. Right. And so the medicine can do incredible things for us. It really, truly can. And it's really highlighted for me how important a true, daily, 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 daily integration, you know, it's really comes down to habits. This is, this is really where it comes down to. It's for everyone is habits, habits, habits. What are your habits in every moment, minute by minute, because this is who you are over time. And this is what creates chronic, chronic joy or chronic stress. And, um, we have the ability to shift, to change. And my, my call to action to you is to begin to observe your mind. What is going on? You know, because it is the root of everything. Your internal world, you have the key to make more peace in your body. No one else does. You have the power to make those healthy eating habits that you want to do. No one else does. The exercise habits, no one else does. The drinking water, the creating healthier relationships, the, you know, cultivating more financial freedom, whatever it is, like you, you're the only one that has the key. And this is, this is probably the most challenging aspect of it. Um, so you got to start somewhere. So small habits add up over time. So thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you've been inspired uh, by this podcast today. And go ahead and call in, ask questions. Um, please give me ideas for topics for the future. I'd love to hear from you guys. And as always, remember why you came here.